What is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Draft Duo podcast with myself, Nolsey, and my co-host, Jaxie. We are back with another episode based on waivers. On Tuesday, we released an episode which was a breakdown of every team, rotation, key points, and statistics. So if you want to go back and have a listen to that, you will get a great understanding as to why we have selected these players. Some are going to be short-term, some are going to be long-term, but we have counted 28 waiver suggestions. We're not here to get every one of them right. We're here to give you many, many options that you can put into your team based on how big your league is, how your team set up, and what tactics you want to implement. So we'll start it off. We're going to break it down into sections availability from 0 to 10%, 10 to 25, 25 to 50, 50 to 75, and then 75 plus, which will be essentially punts. All these statistics are got from Draft FC. So when we talk about player availability, that is from a website called Draft FC, app.draftfc.co.uk, where you can get all these statistics and more if you sign up. So go check them out. So go check them out and see what they have to offer and how they can help you in the draft. On to our waivers. Three main waivers from 0 to 10%. Again, in 10-man leagues, in eight-man leagues, a lot more of these will be available, and in 12 per 12 persons leagues or 12 manager leagues, there's going to be a lot less. So maybe these won't be an option if you're in 12-man leagues, but if they are, great options. Zinchenko is 8% available. Now I know he is just got in the team because Parity's injury, but he played very well, got a bonus point at the weekend. In his next five fixtures, unfortunately, Spurs is the next one, but they have Bournemouth. City, Chelsea, and then Sheffield. So two out of them five are very, very good fixtures, especially for a defender. He'll probably be there for a while, and I think if he actually plays well, has a possibility of nailing down a position long-term, but we'd probably look at him as a bit of a medium-term pick. For Chelsea, Gusto will probably play another couple of games. The Villa, Fulham, and Burnley. As we said in our recent podcast, James is expected back during the international break. But until then, Gusto is still an option. We thought he might be out of the Chelsea side by now, but definitely an option going forward, especially with two nice fixtures like Fulham and Burnley. He is 10% available in 10-man leagues. Next then is Sven Botman, who is 10% available in 10-man leagues. Sven Botman nailed centre-half for Newcastle, have the best fixtures out of any Premier League team over the next five game weeks. In my league, he isn't available, so I will be trying to trade him in. I value him that highly. Their next couple of fixtures are Sheffield, Burnley, West Ham, Palace and Wolves. So you can be sure that he's going to get some clean sheet returns over the next five game weeks. And you said he's nailed. I know they have Europe, but if you look at their other centre-backs, they're not that nailed. Uh, sorry, they're not that nailed. They have very little options. The wing-backs, even Trippier mightn't be nailed over the next couple of weeks so the likes of Botman or Cher if they're available could be great options we might see Lewis Hall um, and a couple of more players Livermento come in there as rotation for Europe so they're target as well he exactly he featured as well so you have Lacassels and, and other players in centre back probably aren't very good options so you'd like to think Botman and Cher will be nailed down if we go into our section from 10% to 25% available in the waivers on 10-man leagues, we are looking at the likes of Bernardo. Played for City, got a goal and an assist. I know he's going to be a rotation risk. 
He is 15% available but plays for us the next game. So if we think that he is going to start, as we said in our last podcast, there's not many options for City, although it's probably likely they'll pick some random player to play instead of him. <laughs> he could be a great option. City always play very high and have a lot of possession. Everyone gets chances. If you have a City attacker for a good fixture, it doesn't really matter who it is. If Bernardo is available and you want him in the team, and he could be like a, the Bernardo or Gundogan that kept returning a couple of seasons ago, could be a great option. We talked about Botman and Shar. If you want to come down a bit and go to Burn, he's 15% available as well. As we said, fantastic fixtures, slight chance of rotation. But again, more than likely, first choice left back for Newcastle. Hall might feature, but Burn is always a good one to have in your team long term. We said previously, don't think Newcastle will be in Europe that long. So from, you know, after Christmas onwards, um, Burn will be a stalwart. Next up is Cunha. He's a striker who is 20% available and plays Luton. He only got 60 minutes and he doesn't have them striker traits, but is very, very quick. So if you have an injured striker or a rotating striker that's not for a great team, um, there is a chance that you can pick up Cunha. I wouldn't put him crazy, crazy high depending on how your team set out, but could be a great option up top if you have a non-playing striker. Next is Pinnock then of Brentford. Pinnock is available in 20% of leagues with some great fixtures coming up as well. Like Everton, Nottingham Forest, Man United, Burnley and Chelsea. Now I rate Brentford's defence very, very highly. They looked fantastic at the weekend, especially a team that plays five at the back. They have a higher possibility of keeping a clean sheet. But the only drawback, which I've mentioned throughout our podcast series, is the last man back of Flecken. And I do think he is very dodgy, especially against Newcastle. He's just very shaky, um, very leaky. So Pinnock, great pick if Flecken can pick up some form and goals. Next up, 25% availability is Ansu Fati. New into the league. Definitely will be some rotation in Brighton. But they have Bournemouth this week, a couple of tricky fixtures, and then they have four fantastic fixtures. So I would definitely be picking up Fatty regardless. I'm sure he's going to be an improvement on some midfielder, and I feel that he has a nice trade value. That people are going to look at Fatty, and he's an exciting pick, played for Barca. So even if he's not doing the business or um, only getting a couple of goals and assists every couple of games, very, very tradable player. In our section from 25 to 50% of first players, Andres Pereira. 22% available. Therefore, should be in the 25% category. <laughs> <laughs> um, 27, man. Oh, is it 27? Yeah. Right. Um, he is on free kicks. Deadly from a set piece. Fulham probably would be looking towards set pieces to score goals. So it could be a great option going forward. We know he's a consistent enough returner in FPL. So another good option to have in your team. And tradable. Next is Brennan Johnson of Tottenham Hotspur. Didn't start at the weekend but he was brought on after 80 minutes and had a disallowed goal and a disallowed assist. Looked very good. Looked electric when he came on. Has some tough fixtures over the next few games. Arsenal Liverpool but after that they've Luton, Fulham Palace and Chelsea. So Spurs they're playing some very attacking football. Probably the most attacking football in the league at the moment. And ball. 
Um, so Johnson would be looking at him, especially he's available in 32% of leagues as well. Neto for Wolves seems like their only really good attacking option. Four assists this season, available in 38% of leagues. And if you want some attacker from Wolves or you just want another good attacking player in your team, Neto could be that man. Next then is Kudos. So Kudos is available in 40% of leagues. So playing up top for West Ham. Rotation risk though with Antonio and the fact that West Ham are playing in Europe as well. Uh, West Ham winning the Conference League last season gave them that right to play in Europe. We know they didn't do as well in the Premier League last year. but Yeah, they have some tough fixtures as well. I think they're playing Liverpool next week. So I don't know if Kuzos would be an immediate waiver for this week, but I think long term he's going to have some good trade value as well. Um, and West Ham looked decent. Tough game against City last week, so I couldn't get a real view of them. But I think Kudos would be a nice player to have in your team. Especially being around the likes of James Ward-Prowse and Bowen. High possibility of getting some very good uh, balls into him. Very good supply. Yeah, I think if we stay with uh, Fulham there, um, Zuma is available in 45% of leagues. Bullet header at the weekend that was saved. He is some man for an aerial threat. And as we said, James Ward-Prowse is integral to that. So... Yeah, Zuma or even Aguirre was average at the weekend, but Zuma could be a pick and stick. Again, you don't know when he's going to return. So if you want a, a, a nice centre-back who has good chance of returning because of Ward-Prowse, Zuma is available in 45% of the leagues. Gwe for Palace is flagged, but play Fulham next week. If he gets the nod, great fixture. They then play United and then Forest. So even if he doesn't play next week and you want to bench him for United, him against Forrest would be a great option and he is a stalwart for Palace. So if there's some good fixtures coming up, it'd be nice to have Gwe in your team. Doku played very well for City. He's also available in 40% of leagues, same as Gwe. They play Forrest next week. If you can pick up Doku, always good to have a City attacker in your team. Very, very high trade value. Next then is Alex Moreno of Aston Villa. Moreno had a fantastic finish to last season, but unfortunately hasn't played this first couple of games due to injury. We know he is back in training. He is back and available to play and available in 55% of leagues as well. So he could be a great player to bring in and lots of availability there, especially with Europe coming up. A lot of rotation on that Villa side and their fixtures in the Premier League are Chelsea, Brighton, Wolves, West Ham. So, and actually, after after those couple of games as well, between Europe and rotation, we'll, we'll get a better of idea of what the Villa side is going to be in the Premier League. And after those tricky enough games, they have Luton, Forest, and Fulham. So we'll have a great understanding of Moreno's uh, situation in the Villa side after those tough game weeks. And you'll have a good punt for those green flags of Luton, Forest, and Fulham. We mentioned him in our last podcast as well. Douglas Luis is available in 58% of leagues. If you want someone who just takes penalties and you're just going to start every day hoping there's a penalty, maybe a good shout. If you have any totally injured players and you don't get anyone on the waiver, could be a pick up. Again, I'm not a massive fan of this because it could come away with a one-pointer, but if you want to pick and stick, not a bad shout. 
Two United defenders, one available in 70% and one going back available in 40 Dallo and Regulon. As I said in our previous podcast, I don't think United's defence is great, but if you do think they're going to take a turn, somehow, Regulon and Dallo are going to be nailed because Wambasaka and Shaw are injured. They play Burnley next week, so if you rate United against Burnley, which you're going to have to do, Unfortunately, even though the, the, the eye test does not look that way and the stats don't look that way, but if you're going to just take fixtures, it is a good shout. They also play Sheffield in four game weeks time, so even if you bench them for the Palace and Brentford in between, you have two decent fixtures with high probability of a clean sheet, even though United are poor at the back. Moving on to our punts of the week. These are players that are over 75% available in leagues. First, we have Cole Palmer of Chelsea. Had a cameo appearance there at the weekend. Could have had an assist for Sterling. And also, Chelsea have some fairly decent fixtures coming up as well. The likes of Villa, Fulham, Burnley. And then they play Arsenal then. So if you did want some avenue to get into the Chelsea midfield, Cole Palmer could be an option there at 70% availability. I still think with Palmer, though, it's going to be up and down. Uh going to find it hard for him to nail a spot unless he plays very well. The likes of even teams that have Europe, the likes of Kudos and all them, you could see them kind of playing majority of games. If you're looking at these punts, a lot of them are punts because they've either poor fixtures now or they are going to be rotation risks in their team. If we move on to Emerson, this is an example of a poor fixture. Liverpool this week. But if you pick him up this week, he has Sheffield next week and he looked very, very attacking in that West Ham City game so he had a disallowed goal two weeks ago as well he might be a good option if you want some way into that West Ham defence for that Sheffield game similarly Rico Lewis is a rotation risk but might play this weekend because of Europe playing Forest and is 80% available so if you want some avenue into that City defence and you want to take a punt on Rico Lewis he is 80% available the next punts I'll be looking at is in the Brentford defence. So Aaron Hickey is available in 80% of leagues. And also Ruslev. So unfortunately I have Rico Henry in regular FPL. Rico Henry picked up a knock and word on the street has it that he could have an ACL injury. So he could be out for the rest of the season. That would mean that the likes of Hickey and Ruslev are more nailed. So if you did want to get into that Brentford defence, with players that are available in 80% of leagues, Hickey and Roslev could be an option, especially with their good fixtures of Everton, Forest, United and Burnley coming up. Vinicius for Fulham might get that starting place for Fulham in the next couple of game weeks because Raul Jimenez is just not providing. We know Jimenez in the past has been a great player, but just hasn't seemed to come back at all from that injury. Vinicius, when he plays bangs... He is available in 85% of leagues and they play Palace, Chelsea and then Sheffield. So if you see in the Palace game, he might get 45 minutes or even a start. You might want to bring him in before that Chelsea game and prepare him for the Sheffield game. As I said, he's available in majority of leagues and I'm sure there's going to be some strikers that aren't playing that you might want to take a chance on Vinicius. If you want to take a chance on a defender, Semedo is available in 88% of leagues. Played decent against Liverpool in terms of his tacking returns uh, or his tacking stats. 
and it plays Luton this weekend, so has a good chance of keeping a clean sheet. Do we have the stats on that, Jackson? On the stats of Wolves' clean sheet? Yes, we do. Wolves have a 33% chance of keeping a clean mm, sheet this weekend. Probably higher against Fulham. Or Luton, sorry. A 30, 30 odd percent is in the middle of the road. Decent chance. If you're upwards of late 30s to 40s plus, that is good statistics that you should be looking at for a clean sheet. Regardless of the team, really, if you're going just on statistics, if you're in around that 40 mark, it's probably a good punt. Another punt we have is an attacking player, Mateta. Ayu got injured very early on with a dead leg. He is 75%, might be available for the weekend. But Mateta came on and got an assist. Said in a previous podcast that him and Edward play very well together. So Mateta might be in for a start and he might even play two up top. I know Mateta played out on the wing and out wide a bit. But if he wants to go 4-4-2 and Mateta and Edward up top, Mateta could be a good shout and is available in virtually all leagues, 90%. Now, I was a bit hesitant to mention this player because of his results so far and also because of their fixture for next week. But Ashley Young is available in 97% of leagues. They are playing Brentford next week away and they only have a 20% chance of keeping a clean sheet. So if you did see Ashley on the waiver, I would be pick I would pick him this week, but not to start him. It'll be to start him for the following week when they play Luton at home. So that was just a bit of a punt if you want to take a risk on a player that's available in 97% of leagues. Ashley Young is there. Poor old Luton are getting an awful deal. <laughs> Anyone who plays Luton will just pick them. But it's the case. You just have to target certain teams, and Luton are one of them this year. Sheffield are one. Any promoted team or any side that doesn't look like scoring. Young is also on free kicks and can whip them. So if you're looking at him from an attacking perspective, not bad. Our last player is Callum Hudson-Odoi. 97% of leagues, mainly because he just transferred to Forest and played very well. Scored a goal. Again, I wouldn't be getting him for this week because he is City. You'll probably be able to get him maybe next week. It depends how people see that. And they say, oh, Hudson-Odoi, Chelsea player, banged a goal. I'll get him in. If people are jumping the gun, maybe take a step back, monitoring monitor him he plays Brentford and then Palace and then Luton so maybe if you really want him this week and you think he's going to be good good but not good because he's playing City maybe leave it a week and see how he gets on pick him up for Brentford Palace and Luton so in total we've actually gone through 28 players these are all team dependent we always say that and they're based off stats fixtures and the eye test some of them might only have two out of three some of them might only have a fixture but if you want to go down that route of playing on statistics, playing on stats, um, and playing on possible rotation because of Europe this week, these are some great punts. You can put down numerous players here, but at least you're probably going to improve your team for the next game week or next couple of game weeks. So it's hard to plan for the draft. But if you're looking at some of these players that we've mentioned and you see, okay, they rotate well together over the next two or three game weeks we'll maybe pick up two in defence and rotate them in and out we always say having a rotating midfielder and rotating defender is a great option because you can just play fixtures and personally me I like to play fixtures if they don't go right I probably would go back and make the same decision so if you're unsure think would you make the same decision next week and if the answer is yes well there's nothing you can do about the outcome if you play the fixtures play the stats and you like a player from the eye test well then that's all good reasons to pick one of these players 
from an enjoyment perspective as well. What's so bad about picking a player from our punts that are over 70%? If you pick a player and you go with your gut, you, you like him, you go with him, you look at fixtures, you look at statistics and you say, okay, yeah, I'm going to go with Young this week or uh, Rico Henry's out injured. I'm going to bring in Roslev in this week and they go off and they get points. The feeling you get for that is going to outweigh Saka returning for you because you brought in this pair for this week. Yeah, it's like your own little management skill. And I only thought about this in the car this morning. Everyone's just looking at one or two transfers in normal fantasy. I could bring in three, four, five players. I'm not capped on the limit of players that I bring in. And as you said, only I can own them. Only I can make the decision. Everyone can get Alvarez this week for City and him score. That was just the simple move. You're just playing like a long-term marathon. Here, you're doing week-to-week, player-to-player, and making them decisions yourself, hoping that they come off and you get the double. So hopefully you pick up some of these players and they come good for you. Please let us know if they do. There's no better feeling than us kind of getting the reward as well. I had a good week myself, but then I was looking at a couple of waivers saying, well, I hope that person picked them. So we get enjoyment of ye picking the players and getting results as well. So let us know how you got on and which players you picked up. As always, any shout out, any interaction with us on either on Spotify, Instagram or Twitter is massively appreciated. We always say if you just tell one person about the podcast, that would be unbelievable because it'd be a 100% increase in following. So if any of these have come to fruition for you and they've done well or you're enjoying the podcast, let us know and also tell a friend. Hopefully game week six goes very well for you and you get a W in your league. Let us know where you are if you're in the T12 or how you're getting on in your own league. Other than that, draft duo out. Boom! (laughs) 